Welcome back to Kelly Love. I'm your host, Andrea Vega. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, please feel free to email at kellylovepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's kellylovepodcast at gmail.com. If you are enjoying the podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Okay, so first I just want to get background information. Where did you grow up? Um, well, I was born in Montebello, California, at Beverly Hospital, and then I lived um, in Pico Rivera uh, with my, at my grandma's house mm-hmm. off of Bradhurst um, for probably the first four or five years. And then when my mom remarried, mm-hmm. um, he moved us to Whittier mm. so I've pretty much been in Whittier almost all my life mm. probably like for 30 years what do you remember about your, your dad? Um, my biological dad? yeah um, that he was well my mom and my dad were only together for like a year mm-hmm. so when I was about over a year old I think they mm-hmm. um, they separated and they were never I, married. They never got married. No. Okay. No. No. So um, I just always remember my dad being there. You know, I saw him every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, he was never far away. And your stepdad? How old were you when your mom remarried? Um. Yeah, I think I was about five. Five or six when my mom remarried, and yeah, so she's been with him ever since. Um, and they had another son together, so and I have an older sister <laughs> from a different dad, same mom, so it's just always been like a mixture mm-hmm. of you know, family half this, half that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never yeah, I, I didn't come from a, like a, just a solid, mm-hmm. you know, uh, family unit. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even know what that's like, honestly. Um, I know that's what I would like. You know, maybe that would be ideal for me because mm-hmm. I don't want that. I just didn't have like a great um experience with Mm. all that so um but I know that's not reality either Mm -hmm. I know now that I'm in my late now I have to say late 30s um (laughs) is it mid 30s or mid 30s 30s. 36 is mid still okay yeah because I'm 36 (laughs) let's say mid (laughs) okay so now that I'm in my mid 30s and you meet a dude now it's hard to Mm -hmm. I mean a lot of them do have children already, mm-hmm. one or two at least. Um, but I've met, I've also met men that you know have been very good about it and mm-hmm. do not have kids. So um, it's really just a toss-up. 
As a child, what do you remember, or what was your perception of love or relationships in general? When you would see your mom with your dad or your mom with her husband or in general, what, what, how would you define love as a kid back then? Um, at least from seeing my mom and stepdad, honestly, I would say that that's not love. That it wasn't love to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they met, they had met and dated and married very, you know, very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, almost like my mom never gave it a chance to really blossom. Mm -hmm. And for her to really get to know somebody and get to know him, because mm -hmm. he ended up showing his true colors very quickly after. Mm -hmm. um, they married and moved us all all in his house um you know he had a temper mm -hmm. he was very controlling controlled my sister a lot um with what she could and couldn't do you know where she could go mm -hmm. um by this time she was she had transitioned from eighth grade to mm -hmm. you know high school so and then my mom always never really had a backbone mm -hmm. so we always, I guess we always had to go through him to mm -hmm. ask about, you know, things we wanted to do or, and plus they were very, like their whole relationship was solidified with, on Christianity mm -hmm. and they were going to church and everything and mm -hmm. basically whatever the pastor says, uh, based on what the Bible says, like, mm -hmm. then that's it. You know, that's how you live your life. Mm -hmm. and, and then my dad never, I think he had like a girlfriend, <laughs> you know, maybe saw one woman. <laughs> um, but otherwise he was never a relationship person mm -hmm. and was smart enough to not, mm -hmm. probably not like go out and, and live with any woman either. I mean. All I know is we had, one day we had a conversation and he was just like, you know, it's better this way. Like, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy. Like, mm -hmm. I don't need to be with, with anybody. Um, you know, things are fine the way they are, mm. you know. And sometimes he even encouraged me to just not be with anybody because <laughs> it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is partly true. You know, yeah. it is easier. Yeah. Um, but I guess everybody um, feels loneliness, like feels being alone or describes being alone or lonely as, you know, mm -hmm. as, you know, it's all different yeah. depending on, like you said, like how you, what you think love is, is, and is supposed to be, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'll even say this, I, you know, sometimes I feel like people like my mom are uh, maybe they do still feel lonely inside you know even though they're still married mm -hmm. how many long-term relationships have you had not dating just long-term like serious relationships um, one <laughs> just one yeah and was that a high school relationship after high school college no it was after high school 
Oh, I did the very long-term college thing, so mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was pro I was already like in the workforce mm -hmm. at that time, so it was probably like what twenty, like I just turned twenty-one, mm -hmm. and then I, I guess you could say I had okay, maybe two relationships, but how did that one start? Um, it actually started through a friend, and you were about nineteen, twenty. Yeah. And that was actually to get over someone else. <laughs> that you were dating or that you were actually with? I get it was someone I always wanted to be with. Oh, okay. So it was and like so a crush. he introduced no, he introduced me oh. to his quote unquote cousin. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I had this crazy thought that I was like, Okay, well maybe if I get with him or I'm friends with him, maybe my real crush will like me. Oh, I think everyone thinks that. <laughs> right? I think okay. everyone does. Uh, yeah, and it failed miserably, <laughs> um, to say the least. So that was done with. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't, we weren't meant for each other at all. Was he like your high school crush or was this um, the one you wanted to be with? No, the one I wanted to be with. Yeah. I, I knew him throughout high school. So he was like your high school crush type situation. Yes. Yeah. And what what was it about him that drew you? Was it just the way he looked, or I, I don't know. Like it was, every, I had never, I had never liked someone that much really? until I met him. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, he was there in high school, like for the first couple of years, and then he had transferred out. Mm -hmm. And then, but we still kept in touch, and mm -hmm. you know that's when like AOL was you yeah know, mm -hmm. the big thing and instant messaging and yeah. all this stuff. So um, you know, and then we finally all got then we had cell phones and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But um, so he was the person that I I tried for a long time to secure. Um, but it's like even when you do everything. Mm -hmm. Even when no, you do good. everything, mm -hmm. you know, it, it still does it. It's still not enough. Yeah. You know, and so, but I, I realized after the fact with him that, like, they just take advantage and they don't <laughs> want to be honest and they just can't tell you, especially when you really care about them. Mm -hmm. Like, they just cannot tell you the truth and just say, like, I don't see us together like mm -hmm. you know but you know he he really had me believe me that maybe something could one day eventually yeah. happen yeah so it was more of a friendship and then you started having feelings for him or was it immediate towards him um I kept it to myself for years and then um and then it wasn't until after high school mm -hmm. I think it was like Actually, I hung out with him after some sort of event. Mm -hmm. It was like local and uptown yeah. somewhere. And um, we had gone out for this ride. <laughs> <laughs> or he drove. Yeah. He drove us somewhere like up in the hills um, where you can like oversee everything. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, it was like the perfect, like, it was like the most ideal romantic setting yes yeah <laughs> and that's when like he just went in and kissed me and that was like my first kiss oh wow yeah so 
of course I felt, you know, um, like it was just an amazing feeling because it was from someone that I had always liked, you know? Yeah. So you think it's special, but mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened after the first kiss? What, did he promise you something or was it awkward? Oh after? no. What happened? <laughs> no, that's when we just, I think we just, well, that's when we started like hanging out more mm -hmm. here and there. And then that's when it developed into some kind of like, you know, there's only one way to say it, like mm -hmm. friends with benefits type mm -hmm. of thing. Even though, of course, I always wanted more, mm -hmm. but he never like offered or gave that to me or wanted more mm -hmm. with me than that. You know, it was a weird dynamic. And then that's when he introduced you to his supposed cousin? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I only say, like, cousin because that's how he referred to him as. Oh, like, okay, you know, we're all Mexicans. So, yeah. like, our best friends are, like, our cousins. Like, when you grow up with family. Yeah, they're you part know, of the family. With friends point. who are like family, yes. Mm -hmm. That was his cousin. So. so what happened with that? Was that his plan? Or was that just your plan you decided to do? It was his plan. Like, I really feel like that was a, it was like his plan to get me off his back. Like almost. sabotage you to fail so he doesn't have to try again with you type of situation? I would say it almost felt like a setup. Like mm -hmm. he wanted me, he didn't want me to be all over him anymore, like obsessing over him, like mm -hmm. about being being with him or wanting him mm -hmm. perhaps so I think that's when he and I had met him before the cousin yeah. so I knew of him um and he was like oh hey like my cousin likes you mm -hmm. that's what he's telling me like you should give him a call and I'm like why would I do that like I like you like mm -hmm. I love you <laughs> you yeah. know like what, what are we gonna do with this you know <laughs> but I think at that in that time I was like well I guess I just I was it was just a very insecure time in my life I just mm -hmm. didn't feel well you were really young yeah yeah and so I had like I said I had this crazy idea that if I got with this cousin then he would like me more it was just the dumbest, weirdest thing that I thought. So, but anyway, but yeah, so mm -hmm. we ended up, it, you know, we met up and we ended up, I guess, actually like hanging out and like being together and we were together for like a few months. Like I always went over his house, like we hung out. Mm -hmm. um, his family liked me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, like, but then it just fizzled. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that didn't last that long, and I'm, I'm glad it didn't because it's just, it just didn't, it never, <clears throat> excuse me, it never like sat right with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't the one that you wanted to be with. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, he definitely just, I, I don't think about him at all. And when I do, I cringe a little yeah. <laughs> because we are so not right for each other. <laughs>
taking a small break to give a little recap. So she has a crush on a friend in high school. Let's just call him John. So throughout high school, she has this crush. They continue their friendship after high school. And at some point, he kisses her. And this starts their friendship with benefits. Now, mind you, she was technically in love with him all through high school and is still technically in love with him while they're having their friendship with benefits. So it does something to her when he tricks her, pushes her, convinces her, however you want to put it, to date his close friend, who he calls his cousin. She does this in hopes that this will somehow convince John to notice her, to acknowledge her again, to maybe become jealous and realize that he wants her back. It doesn't work. The strange short relationship she has with this cousin starts to fizzle out. Around the same time, she starts a new job. And during her time at this new job, her co-workers convince her to go out with Jim from the office. Jim's not his real name, let's just call him Jim. Jim and her start dating. Now, Jim is a good, decent person. Jim is kind and respectful. And it's very easy to fall for Jim. Be comfortable with Jim. And that's what happens. We get to hear a little bit more about Jim, how he is, how she describes him, and a lot more detail about their relationship. So let's get back to the interview. Well, he was cute. Um, he was funny, like made me laugh. Um, I could tell he was super shy. Um, I mean, I'm pretty reserved. He's reserved, you know. Um, but the things that come out of his mouth were like funny, you know. <laughs> um, and he was smart, like knows every he knew everything about sports and um you know he was always like on top of like like current stuff going on mm-hmm. and um like he was a he was a nerd though which I'm I'm not I'm so not like I'm not into comics I'm not into Marvel Star Trek Star Wars yeah all that. no <laughs> uh, and I you know he had like very few hobbies, but that of which he, he, he watched a lot of TV mm-hmm. and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we ended up doing a lot, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, it was just, it's hard to explain, but he was just a, a comfort to me, you know, mm-hmm. for me and for each other. He sounds like he was just a really good person, a genuine person. Yes. Yes, I have nothing bad to say about him. I never will. He's never done anything to make me feel, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise. It just, but there did come a point when, like, 
I really, I, I did come out of this like, oh, poor me type mm-hmm. of, you know, um, frame of mind. And because there was a time like that I was very unhappy with myself. Again, I feel like it came from a place of like, there was no time mm-hmm. to really process what you were going yeah, through. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like have any like reflection. Any, yeah, mm-hmm. like sense of worth, I guess, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but I had jumped into that. But that was the one that lasted the longest because I had never had a friend. Mm-hmm. I had never been with someone that if, you know, that had, you know, he just listened really well. Like, I didn't have to try at all with him, really. Like, Mm -hmm. I could just be myself, like totally be myself. You know, we enjoyed each other's company. I don't, you know, in height, you know, looking back, I don't, we didn't have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and I still feel like I should have, learn more about myself and what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at that point it was too late. Like it was too, we were just too, too together <laughs> to <laughs> want to change anything. We were very comfortable mm-hmm. with each other. Would you say you, f- you were falling in love with him the first year or two, or did you ever feel like you were falling in love or was it just a love for him? You know what? I think, yeah, I would say, it felt like I had like a really great love for him mm-hmm. because he was such a good person. How how do you walk away from something like that, mm-hmm. you know, when you've never had that? So, um, like the fact that he cared about me and loved me that much, mm-hmm. you know, that was what... It made it harder in the end, mm-hmm. but I knew I had to make a choice and be like, it's like, hey, you're not going to understand now. You're, I know you're not going to be happy about it now, mm-hmm. but this is what has to happen. After like really realizing that, mm-hmm. um, that's when I knew I wasn't going to be fully happy with him if mm-hmm. we stayed together any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, How many years did you say you were together? I want to say it was around nine. Mm-hmm. So during the ninth year, you started feeling that way, or before yeah. that? I would say like the eighth year. When do you do you remember who said "I love you" first? Him or you? Or you don't remember that moment? I think I might have, and then he said it right back. So it was instant. I mean, was that the first year, or you? Don't yeah. No, yeah. It was like, it wasn't long after, probably like a few months Mm -hmm. after. After like we got really comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, and hung out more. Mm -hmm. Um, How long have you guys been um, separate now, separated? September was five years. How do you, you feel it was a good decision then? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah.
Towards the end of the interview, which you're about to hear, she describes different aspects that had an effect on her individually as well as the relationship with Jim as a whole. As she sat there going over her longest relationship, she fidgets with her lipstick, opening and closing the tube as she describes the pressures of being the cute couple. Let's get back to the interview. So we were living with his sister, so we didn't have any like direction really. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had never mentioned, you know, mo- like moving out really mm-hmm. or like moving forward in the relationship. Um, so I felt kind of helpless because if we did plan on doing any of that, I couldn't help, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's, you can't survive out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, <laughs> but it's a struggle. But yeah, yeah, it's like, you need two incomes, you know, and then just plus, I feel like for a relationship to really work out, you need like all aspects of a relationship mm-hmm. to be even. Mm-hmm. So we had most of it, but I just, at that point, I just wasn't like truly in love with him. Mm-hmm. Like he deserved someone mm-hmm. to be. Um, you know, I wasn't like really happy with myself either. So, um, but it's just funny because, you know, I always it always felt like everyone was so happy that we were together. Like, mm-hmm. we're the cute couple. Did um, that put pressure on you? Yeah, a little bit. Was it annoying to hear people say that, or, or was it just... People never said it, but mm-hmm. I felt it. Mm. I mean, and then plus his friends. We were, he had a group of friends, very good, and they're still very good friends, mm-hmm. all the guys... You know, and they, but they also went through their, you know, relationships and their marriages, mm-hmm. you know, with all that. Um, like, I literally saw them or met them, like, engaged, and I went to their weddings mm-hmm. and found out later, like, mm-hmm. that they were divorced and all this stuff. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So, um, but it's like, I don't know, it just, and I always saw them as like, oh my God, they're going to be together forever, and mm-hmm. they're so cute together, it's like, I don't, you always think like, you never know what's really going on. Yeah, in a <laughs> and relationship. That was, yeah. yeah, and that mm-hmm. was like the same. Right, and you, you're trying to date now, or you're not ready yet, or you're trying to figure that out? I mean, you can't say I haven't tried. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I guess the dating apps became more popular, like, in the past five years, Mm -hmm. you know? So, but I needed time after I broke up with him. I just needed, like, a few months, you know, to, like, process everything. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, And then... So I decided to join, and I didn't know which one is better or worse, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? At least the dating apps will allow me to be 
more choosy, more picky, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I didn't really go out. I don't mm -hmm. really go out mm -hmm. as much, you know, I don't go to bars every weekend, I don't mm -hmm. go to lounges and clubs and, mm -hmm. you know, I just don't have a circle of people that do that, mm -hmm. you know, so the opportunities um, to meet people are, you know, became, and actually I was semi-working mm -hmm. when we broke up, so, um, you know, I just didn't really put myself out there as much, but I knew the dating apps would at least give eliminate you, a lot of time mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. effort. <laughs> and give you the option if you want to pick up the mm -hmm. phone or not. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. and you don't even have to call them. Like, mm -hmm. it's such a streamlined, you know, process now where, mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's times where I'll have it, I'll have it up, I'll have my app up for, like, a good month. Mm -hmm. I'll match with people, weed them out, mm -hmm. you know, see who stays, <laughs> <laughs> see who's meant to go. Yeah. And then, um, then I'll just delete it because... You know, and then I'll maybe pick it up again. Like, mm -hmm. but I have to be in a mood. You know, mm -hmm. I have to be like, hmm, okay, like, because it, it takes a lot of your energy. Mm -hmm. You know, I know mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it because it's, you know, it's just a click here and there. But mm -hmm. when you want something more fulfilling and mm -hmm. something with purpose, like, you do take it seriously. Mm -hmm. I know I do. Mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> It's just, you don't know who you're getting on the other end, yeah. and yeah. you don't know. What it's been, basically, is, um, and I know it's cliche, but every single one is, like, I guess some sort of learning experience, and it just reassures you of what you don't want in mm -hmm. somebody, or maybe something of what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, like, we can't check everything off our list mm -hmm. you know and I don't think people should like mm -hmm. there is no such thing as like a perfect you know man you mm -hmm. know like you know I, and I think a man should you're like you should expect someone with a flaw or two you mm -hmm. know like I'm certainly not perfect I'm, I never will say that I am mm -hmm. and I come with plenty you know but I also come with, you know, um, a lot of, you know, a lot to offer. Is that what you yeah. mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. If yeah. I was gay, I would totally date you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't have the most, you know, glamorous job. I mm -hmm. don't look like an IG model but I'm very loving and I'm very family oriented and um, you know I'm you know very loyal and um, but that's to someone that's deserving of it mm -hmm. you know like I'm not if we meet you know you're not going to get everything the first day you know mm -hmm. and I think it, it either has it's either like one of two things like they either want you like to just mess around with or mm -hmm. they're actually willing to like 
you know, make the effort mm -hmm. to get to know you and it hardly gets there because most of their intentions are not aligned with mine. Mm -hmm. and, and I think alignment is important because uh, I've tried to, you know, most of the dudes that I have um, gone out with mm -hmm. that I've liked the most mm -hmm. since doing these apps, mm -hmm. they've never been aligned with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just, they're either not established or they don't know what they want to do mm -hmm. and, or, you know, yeah, it's like, no, like, no, you can't just be an Uber driver. You can't just do that for a living, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, and I never have a problem, like, meeting somebody. Like, mm -hmm. I know they do genuinely like me at first impression. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have a problem meeting people. Because, um, you know, I have a good person. I think I have a good personality, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, it comes with a sense of humor, yeah. you know, but, you know, but it's just, they think I just want just that. And mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, not all of us do. I mean, yeah, that's great. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely like, you know, go along with that, but you know, it gets very tiring yeah. after a while too. It's like, why can't you just stay longer than? then, you know, just why, why do you have to leave? Like, like, why are you leaving? And it's just for that very reason, you know, mm -hmm. they came for a purpose, you know, they fulfilled it and then they're leaving. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's mm -hmm. not, I'm not here for it anymore. Like, don't come to my house. Don't. And if you do, don't think you're coming just for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not here to make you dinner. Like, because now it's crazier, like, with COVID now, because it's, mm -hmm. like, you know, you can't. I mean, unless yeah. there's an outdoor something or other mm -hmm. to hang out in, like, mm -hmm. what else are you going to do, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I feel, like, energy, space, mm -hmm. time is just more sacred to me now. Yeah. And I just have to you know I try to keep an open mind mm -hmm. I mean you don't you will never know a person until you meet them mm -hmm. so I think it's I think it's still important to meet them mm -hmm. you know um, and sometimes they'll show you who you are before you even do yeah and they'll the trash you know the trash takes itself out mm -hmm. you know and they'll they'll you know they'll you know erase themselves from the mm -hmm. match list and mm -hmm. Or they won't like how I respond about something, mm -hmm. um, so they'll just like not answer me via mm -hmm. text anymore. They won't answer my call or <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of men just don't like us. Maybe they aren't used to like a strong-minded woman. Mm -hmm. um, I know, I know. Me and my cousins are like that, <laughs> you know. Like, and it's not even like. In a mean way, we're just not going to be like manipulated, mm -hmm. you They're know, like bullshit. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. like 
go do that with someone else that mm-hmm. doesn't care about themselves, you mm-hmm. know, but I do. Like, mm-hmm. I care about the way you're talking to me right now. Like, why are you talking to me like that? Mm-hmm. You know, just like little flags like that mm-hmm. that are only going to, you know, mm-hmm. show up later, mm-hmm. you know, if you keep tolerating it, you know, so... I mean, yeah, so I've been doing this for a few years now, and it's not getting any easier. <laughs> how would you um, describe love now? What? How would you define love at this point, your age and where you're at now? Um, like what I want or what I think? How you should be. It should be, yeah. How you want that love to be for you. I want... I want love to be um, reciprocated, Mm -hmm. mutual. Um, The kind of love where you guys, like, adore adore each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And where that feeling just doesn't go away a source of comfort but yeah. i'm just saying like the love of your life should most definitely be up there um so provide support yeah love, you know saying. but on every tier though mm-hmm. i mean financially you know mentally you know and especially physically too i mean mm-hmm. i can't compete with what's out there you know like i don't have this like perfect body and And, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't have that, you know, I just don't have that sexy, like, mentality or that, I mean, I feel sexy Mm -hmm. at moments, but Mm -hmm. not 24-7, you know, like, you know, um, and there's things about a person that can be sexy, you Mm -hmm. know, or can be attractive to somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, and I hope that's what that person is going to see in me, you know, is all the other things I can give you, mm-hmm. you know, and what we can give each other. Um, because if it's meant to be and it's going to last, then um, it shouldn't even feel like work. It shouldn't mm-hmm. feel like a chore. It shouldn't, there shouldn't be nagging. There shouldn't be, um, like, yeah, it's okay to disagree. Like, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what makes each of us different, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's okay. But um, I just feel like love should be so much easier than <laughs> what I'm experiencing right now. Understood. Definitely you agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot has to do with what, I, what I've seen and what I still see mm-hmm. with the women with some women in in my life Mm -hmm. and um what I feel they they still deserve Mm -hmm. and they're not getting Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what I refuse to put up with or Mm -hmm. refuse to settle for Mm -hmm. you know um like I said I don't think I don't think we're searching for like this perfect man like and we shouldn't but, you know, um, they should fulfill us in all areas, you know, and, um, and same with me. Like, I'll do the same, 
but you know it's not going to be one-sided mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let it go there either mm -hmm. you know it's just it's not going to work out because <laughs> I love myself more yeah. at the end of the day yeah so I think someone that appreciates that will will probably um we can probably work it out. <laughs> you know? I just like when I'm telling you this, yeah. it just it kind of feels like I'm asking for so much. But it's really, I don't really think we're asking for that much. No, you're, we're not. We're not. We're not. I'm telling you, you're not. I'm not. We're not. <laughs> we're not. I think society makes you feel like we're asking because we're supposed to be chill about everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, let's just hang out. We don't have to date situation yeah like or just that casual mentality mm -hmm. it's like I'm like I'm cool with it like but that's not what every woman mm -hmm. wants or like the famous um, I get this all the time let's let's you know go through this you know organically you know let's <laughs> never heard that but that's you terrible. haven't okay that's terrible I would have slapped you know, let's get to know each other organically. It's like, well, duh, like how else are we gonna get to know each other? You know, it's like, I'm not asking you and don't move in with me. I don't want you to live with me. Like, but you need to make time to get to know me yeah. or we're, this isn't gonna go very far. <laughs> you kind of have to like, see, wanna know how I'm doing every yeah. day yeah, or at least every other day, like, you have to want. You have to want to see me gradually more. Yeah. Or this isn't gonna go anywhere. <laughs> or we are not aligned. Mm -hmm. We are not aligned. This this isn't like fine. Like you're so busy doing this and that. Then yeah. do you then? Mm -hmm. I I want no part of this anymore because I know myself. And when you know yourself, that's when it's easier to mm -hmm. like not be so attached or to let go of something. But yeah, I, I definitely don't want anything forced mm -hmm. you know or like the word organically is I just, like I'm still over thinking the, about who, it's over the top who a little told bit. you that was it in person or via text or what oh I hear it both I hear oh it in person God. and on the over the phone or and via text that's so weird that must be new I haven't been dating in a while so maybe I missed that on that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've heard it all. I've seen it all. 